From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for February 23rd, 2011. I'm your host, Corey Martin, joined this week at the table by Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, Teresa Eccles, Scott Smith, and Max, the intern, actually sitting at the table. Poor Max. He never gets called Max Eccles. You know, I was going to say Max Eccles. Not He's going to be Max the intern forever. Really? 90-year-old man? <laughs> Pete, Walter, John, and Kevin are in California doing the Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic Tour. I'm sure we'll hear all about it next week. This week we have Kathy Whirling's review of the Wild Africa Trek at Animal Kingdom Theme Park. Julie and Teresa will tell us about their horseback riding adventure at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and <laughs> Campground. And a few of us will discuss Mardi Gras at Universal Studios, including riding on a float. We'll also answer some questions in our Facebook to Facebook segment. All that plus news and roundtable rapid fire. Welcome to the show, everybody. It seems a little empty in here, doesn't it? It's, weird. it's really weird because Corey is sitting next to me hosting. Yeah. And I'm usually when whoever hosts sits, you know, where we And I'm staring you know. at Max and he's doing nothing. I know, nothing. he's doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to be doing? He's, I don't know. He's presiding over. It just is weird. We're supposed to be looking over there and. We're I know. We always the look voice this is way. coming from this side. <laughs> and John looks a little different across the table. Uh, yeah. <laughs> This is actually the first show where John and Pete are both missing. Yeah. Really? Since we've recorded. Yeah, since we've started. We've ever... And it's my third. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? That's yeah. never happened? It's never happened. There's if, always if Pete one was or gone, the other here. John was here. Yeah. This is the first one where they're both gone. Well, let's party. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> National it Margarita is National Day. Margarita really? Day. We're going to bring some snacks. Really? Snackage? Margaritas? Now, for um, housekeeping, I only have one thing. I want to tell people to go subscribe to the Dreams of Limited Travel Facebook page. They're all posting updates from the Adventures by Disney trip. They're posting photos. And I know, Kathy, you've been keeping people updated on that side. Mm-hmm. It's great. So we'll have a link to that in the show notes. So you got to go friend, become a fan, like it. It's good times. Like it or not, like it. <laughs> and we don't have like the same content there that we have on some of our other pages. So if you really want to be in the know. Sign up for that Facebook page. Oh, that sounds intriguing. Whose phone? It was me. <laughs> Hang on. It's her iPad. It's Facebook. iPad. Okay, continue. I also wanted to, um, to kind of let people know the production of what we do at the show, because a lot of times when shows, when people find the shows on the server, we'll start getting questions. Why is it on iTunes? What happens is we record the show here. Max takes the show. He edits it. He sends it to where we upload it on the server, and then we there are a few files that we have to update for the show to get out there. We do the Listen Now page. We do the Show Notes page where we add all the links that we talk about. And after all that is done, then we put it on iTunes. So if you're looking for it on iTunes right when people find the show, just keep looking because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be there, but it takes some time to get everything. Ah, I wondered how that worked. Well, right, it doesn't all be, It's not all sent at the same time. Yeah, and even after you update the iTunes XML file, like if you're subscribed to the podcast, you go to your podcast section and hit update, and it'll be there. But I, I have a feeling a lot of people look in the iTunes store 
because when you go to the store, there's a podcast page and it lists all the episodes, but that doesn't update for a long time, usually like a day. So Mike Holland's so. just hanging on the website waiting for it to update, and then he posts it, and then everybody's like, we can't find it. Well, see, what yeah. happens is, I mean, we have a, a formula that we, anybody that's been listening for a while can pretty much figure it out, you know, round table, the number, and then something. Right. So a lot of people know the formula, so they're digging, and they find it before we even update the website. I found the I found the, uh, really, the podcast. The podcast I is up. Would not, I don't know half the words that you just used. So podcast <laughs> digging. <laughs> wow. Anybody else have anything for housekeeping? I'm going to Europe. In going a couple once. Months. <laughs> going once. All right. Well, Kathy is doing the news this week. Thank you, Kathy. So right, let's you're go. Welcome. So to we're going to talk about um, some exciting changes coming to Walt Disney World. Future visitors will be able to reserve ride times from their home computers and to bypass hotel check-in desks once they arrive at the resort, the head of Walt Disney Company's global theme park division said during an investors' conference on Thursday. Those advances are among a series of technological initiatives that Disney is developing in hopes of making visits to its increasingly crowded theme parks easier to plan and less intimidating to navigate. Um, Walt Disney Parks and Recreation's Resorts Chairman Tom Stagg said at the conference in Anaheim. Um, first, I, I just sort of want to say, is anybody really thinking they're going to pull this one off with their technology? With <laughs> their, how, their they, how, they, how, they, how they handle technology at their this point? Technology. I have some thoughts, yes. But. In the coming years, we'll introduce a broad set of systems and tools that will help us create a more seamless and personalized experience and help guests get more out of their visit with us, Stagg said. The ultimate goal, he added, is to welcome more and more people while making their experience more satisfying, more personal, and more immersive. Is that like we want to get more money out of you? See, that's that was my first thought I told Corey. Okay. So we're, so we're, we're all thinking the same. Stagg's comments provided the first detailed glimpse at a secretive initiative dubbed Next Generation Experience, or Next Gen, at Walt Disney parks and resorts, and they've been working on this for more than a year. The budget for the project is said to be around $1 billion, as much money as Disney spent to build its recently launched Disney Dream cruise ship. Staggs described a version of FastPass for an entire Disney vacation. Future guests, he said, will be able to reserve specific ride times for popular attractions, secure seating for shows, make restaurant reservations, and pre-book other experiences before they leave their homes on vacation. Um, more. He's got more to say. They're, they're, they will also be able to obtain their room keys in advance, eliminating the need to check into hotels and allowing them to proceed immediately to their rooms or a theme park once they arrive on Disney property. Other advances, he said, will include personalizing rides and character greetings for individual guests, adding more interactive cues to entertain people while they wait in line for attractions, and designing behind-the-scenes systems for operations workers to better monitor and steer crowd flow to ease congestion. Disney will also aim to cull more personal information from its guests, which Stagg said will better will put better information into the hands of our cast so that they can deliver even better and more personalized service for our guests. Although he did not specify what information Disney would seek, possibilities range from simple details such as name, names and birth dates to favorite characters and credit card numbers. Access to such information would allow Disney to target more personalized sales offers to guests, even as they wander around its parks. 
Staggs didn't go into further details about how Disney intends to implement some of the plans, and the company would not elaborate on his comments. But there is widespread speculation among former Disney executives and bloggers who follow the company that some of the plans will use radio frequency identification, or RFID, microchips that can be planted, implanted into tickets or wristbands, loaded with personal information and used to interact with sensors installed in everything from hotel room doors to ride animatronics. And Disney has signed a confidentiality agreement with a California company that manufactures these bracelets. Staggs declined to say when Disney will launch many of the initiatives, through, though some elements such as interactive cues have been slowly rolling out in the parks in recent months. It says that Disney has applied for a number of patents related to the work. It will be some time before we roll out the bulk of these de- developments, but we're well into development. The decision to pump $1 billion or more into developing systems that help with vacation planning and crowd flow underscores one of the biggest challenges facing Disney's flagship theme park resorts, particularly Disney World, which has four parks and roughly 25,000 hotel rooms. As these resorts have grown bigger over the years, they have also become more complex to navigate and more crowded threatening to undermine Disney's historically high guest satisfaction ratings and to deter repeat guests. We know that our guests love creating great memories, Stagg said. We also know that they don't exactly relish waiting in line, checking in at the resort, worrying about missing their favorite attractions, or feeling uncertain about how to best navigate and access our properties. And Disney goes on to say that there's risks... um, You know, that it it could spoil the experience for some who do not pre-plan and arrive at a park only to find the most popular attractions already booked. And privacy advocates are also worried about this. But there's a Scott Smith, an instructor at the University of Central Florida's Rosen College of Hospitality Management. No relation. (laughs) I wondered about that. Yeah. Said that there were several advantages to the projects that Disney um, described. So he said Smith likened it to similar advanced check-in options at some Las Vegas casino resorts where the idea is that you go right to the craps table. And he says that he figures Disney's looking at that same type of philosophy. And this was reported by um, Justin Garcia at the um, Orlando Sentinel. Oh, we know Justin. Yeah. Jason. 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 It's Jason. Jason. It's Jason. Excuse me, Jason. So what does everybody think? Wow. It's going to be interesting to see how they pull it off. You know, I think for the diehard Disney planners, they're going to love this. But I think for the casual, you know, last-minute Disney vacationers, they're going to hate this. Yeah. The only thing that freaks me out about it is reserving seats to shows. That's what I don't – I mean, that impacts a standby line way more. Because yeah. for everything else, it's no different than a regular fast pass. Right. Like, you show up, you get you – know, Right, first come, first serve. Yeah. But for a seat – like, there's one show, and there's a standby line. Well, 100 people have these seats reserved. Now nobody else can get into no. the show. Yeah. Right. I'm sure they'll have a block of, of that theater just for the, pre, uh, the reserve yeah, seating. And then they'll have yeah. a standby line that they'll just have to know. cut off. But how are you going to um, check into your hotel? How are you going to get your key if you don't go to the... I counter? guess they send it to you in the mail. Because like you, you can order your tickets online, and they'll That's send true. them to you. That's true. Here, one thing... Okay. Uh, I'm a big Apple geek, and I pay attention to the rumor sites a lot. There are rumors that the next iPhone, or at least an upcoming iPhone, is going to have a chip like this built into it. So looking at the future, oh, what, they, be cool. what they could do, I mean, imagine Disney releases an iPhone app, and you put your reservation number in, and it has all your info in your iPhone, 
And now you go to the hotel, you get off the elevator, and you're walking down the hall, and before you even get to your door, it unlocks because it reads your iPhone. Welcome, Mr. Martin. Yeah. yeah. Your room oh, has really? been so, you know, and that, that's all speculation. <laughs> your little hologram of the, whoever it's you wanted. Really like that last room right. in the Carousel of Progress. Like yeah. total yeah. recall to exactly. me. I don't yeah. know. And it, it's all speculation. <laughs> it's all rumor. You know, nothing. I just don't understand how it would not cost the guests more, it, honestly. I mean, it's costing them a billion dollars, what they paid to build this cruise ship, and it costs thousands of dollars to cruise on that ship. So why wouldn't they upcharge for this feature? Because I think they figure they're going to cover it that when you're not waiting in line, you're in the stores buying Purchasing. things, or you're in a restaurant now that you can get a reservation in, or what was I that think they're going to make the it back. credit card? You said something about they're going to... They want your credit card. Your now. favorite credit card or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, they do that already on the key to the world card. Yeah. But for, for somebody not staying at a Disney resort, you know, you need to pull out your credit card every time. So it's, I'm assuming it's similar to being on a cruise. You only carry one card around. This, this way you'll just have a wristband. Oh, it's going to be embedded in our skin before yeah. it's over. I always, I don't think you so. know. I always, you don't think so? <laughs> not, I won't allow it. Not, not in your me. life. <laughs> but, but I mean, how cool would it be, though, if the characters know your child's name before, you, you know, as your child goes it. up to a princess or something? They were doing it would that. Freak Remember my child out. A couple months ago that they had, they were showing Mickey somewhere that there was a microphone or something oh, in yeah. the room that you could. It would be interactive, know, yeah. But. You know, what about people who, you know, have that precise list of what they want in their hotel room? Is Disney going to be able to, you know, like I want it on the east side of the building, on the third floor, fourth door down. Really? Who are you, Mariah Carey? <laughs> you know, th- th- that type of stuff. And then we're always telling people to ch- sort of like relax when you're in the park. And you need some planning. But now it just really seems like automated. And now you're really going to be dragging your children everywhere. Oh, we have to be here. It's at 1245. We have to be here. Or not. You can relax because you know you've got that time. You know, you know, I'm going to see Mickey at two o'clock. We don't have to rush over there until two o'clock. I don't know if that's in I there. Mean, it's, but. it's similar to fast passes. Yeah, you, know, you know, a lot of people are, are complaining that, you know, if they plan a last minute trip and all the, the, the time slots have been taken for a certain attraction, there's still going to be a standby line. If you go to Epcot at 330, you can't expect to have... Uh, to get a fast pass for Soren. Yeah, there's going to be a whole group of people that this isn't going to impact because they don't care anything about technology. Yeah, yeah. they'll show up. And they'll just show up. The, yeah, exactly. And those people will be upset. Yes, they will. And then and they'll what, be confused. And even the you know we're annual pass holders. We go just let's go to Animal Kingdom today. You know, for, I think for those people too. You know, you don't think ahead and say, "All right, let's let's go to Animal Kingdom say. sixty days from now." Because this is for really? resort. Let's wait and do it in October for resort guests. So, what about those of us that live here? This will affect us. <laughs> you know, sucks. This sounds horrible. I don't know. I mean, I can live with the fact like that. I can't book a dining reservation one hundred and eighty days out because I live here. But you know, there are there are times that. At the spur of the moment, we decide to to go to the parks. How is that going to impact? Yeah, I, I don't know. I would like to think that Disney has thought of that, too. See, you know, I feel worse for the children because, you know, say you are waiting in line to see your favorite character, whether it's Mickey, Minnie, whoever, and you're sitting there waiting in the standby line and all these people are coming in ahead of you. Mm-hmm. The fast and the line. child's like... How come they get to go ahead of us, Mom? It's, Their parents well, planned, because I didn't plan ahead. Really, we but, didn't know. You know about that. It's yeah. Well, it happens with Fast Pass now. You know, yeah, you, but you see people walking fast right pass past is you. More understood, but with, with the character line, there is no Fast Pass usually. I think this is probably 
Disney probably hadn't even thought of all the ways they're going to use this because it's so far into the future. That's part of it. It's it's so vague. I think think there's a lot of pros and a lot of cons. They know the technology's there. How are we going to use it? What are we going to do with it? And I also think they probably know more than what they're saying just so that we all can get like used to the idea first and then they'll go, oh, and this is going to be for resort guests and this is going to be for resort guests. You know, like sort of break it to you gently. For right. those of us who either stay off-site or who live here. It's like we're going to be a bunch of robots walking through the park. I'm telling you. <laughs> time for Mickey. You know? <laughs> I am having fun. Really? You'll like the merchandise in buy the store to the right. Really? Time to buy a balloon. You know? Or you could even see on the Diz people like changing their, their times around. Or I, I just see no matter what they come up with, people are going to go, but I didn't get this time. Can, can I switch it or can I do this? I just see people looking for the loopholes already. But you know... Well, on the dream, they have that face recognition thing. That is that what's going to be in the parks too? Something like that could be. Maybe you know, they're going to know Scott. You're on Main Street, heading towards Fantasyland. You know, I mean, that's just kind of weird. Very big brother. It is. Yeah, it is. It's kind of creepy. It should be interesting to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Good. The future, which is what Walt wanted. Right? He wanted us to all look to the future, thinking way ahead. Well, the park would always be changing, so I guess that's part well, of that. It's changing. So I have another story that, that ties in along with that. Um, right now, the Town Square Exposi- Exposition Hall is closed, but when it opens this spring, it's going to be a fast pass location for characters, meet and greet area for Mickey and the princesses. So while Fantasyland is under construction, Mickey will share the new location with the princesses. Mickey, Minnie will occasionally make an appearance so i guess it's just mickey and the princesses right now and i guess if they see that it gets popular, <laughs> bring Minnie in or yeah. Minnie, and it's really a, you know you can always it's ask a busy. cast member who's going to be appearing but of course disney has put in a new merchandise shop at the end of where you meet the characters in exposition hall and they've also refurbished the area for disney photo imaging so in the springtime when this opens up you'll be able to get a fast pass now, that's so, always been a character spot, though, right? right? But well, it's, it's sort of been like a minor, because that's where the theater was. They took the theater out. They took, you know, where they showed yeah. the cartoons, and now they're making that like a meet and greet. But it'll We've be a seen, fast like, pass. Pluto and Pinocchio in there. Yeah, that's usually kind where of we go. your, your filler characters, as John would mm-hmm. say. You enter the park and it's raining. Everybody just <laughs> goes right in, in there. there. So that you know, this is supposed to be a. Uh, first of its kind fast pass. So that was all the details they had. So what exactly it's is going to see, mm-hmm. I guess. But again, that's going to, you know, no cutting in line. Everybody's going to have a fast pass for this and they're going to have. Well, I hardly ever stand in line to see a character. So this might work. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It has to be we'll a very minimal wait for us to wait. You don't yeah. stand in line because you don't want to or, or you don't really care. I care, but it's always, I guess for me, there's always tomorrow. When it's 45 minutes, you know, yeah. it's like, really? You know, we don't. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've said to Stella, and I feel bad. We'll get it next time. Look mm-hmm. at the line. And then next time it don't happen. Yeah, I think five people in front of us is the max we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Anything more than that, Seriously, we'll see though, I mean, we went to Animal Kingdom that Sunday and back in Camp Mickey Minnie. Yeah. There was no one back there. No one. Really? No and one. And that's a good character greet. Yeah. And that's a nice area. That's wild. And finally, federal regulators in the Walt Disney Company 
are, are announcing a recall of 1,200 watches that were sold in the parks in recent months. It's the $30 light-up watch featuring one of three animated characters, Buzz Lightyear, Tinkerbell, and Lightning McQueen of Cars. They were sold between November of 2010 and January of 2011 in Walt Disney World, Disneyland, the cruise line ships, and in the Disney stores at the airport. And they're recalling it because they found that the batteries used in the watches can interact with their stainless steel backs to cause skin irritation or burning sensations on children's wrists. Disney has received six complaints about the watches, so if you've got one, get back in touch with Disney. Burning sensation. That's crazy. Your watch is eating your wrist. Mm -hmm. And these are the light-up watches? Yes. Seems like everything that Disney does that lights up is crap. (laughs) You know, those those little uh, light-up things they sell at night? I mean, even the guy selling them, he's like, no, don't get that. They die. (laughs) He's like, it'll be dead before you leave the park today. They do. Stella's got the little, it's Sleeping Beauty, and when you turn her on, her skirt twirls around and lights up. I mean, it's really intricate, but by the time we got home, her skirt was no longer twirling, and yeah. only a few of the lights were working. So, yeah, Ferris has one. It lights up for a second. He goes to play with it, then it's off. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. So, wow. if you have a watch, get back in touch with Disney. And that's it for the news. Nobody, uh-huh. no uh, bus crashes or really nobody like that? died. No, this no. Week? John's <laughs> not here. He's <laughs> the one who searches for the doom and gloom. I was looking for those kind of stories, but I couldn't. So find there any. are happier, informative stories out there that don't there involve are. interesting death. No, yeah, really. What's that about? Burning John? watches. That's it. <laughs> you know, my first iPhone would burn the crap out of your face if it got too hot, and I had to take it in, and it's just defective. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm thinking, are they all like this? I can hardly talk to anybody because it just. My whole cheek was turning. There were iPods that literally burst into flames. Oh, really? Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, old iPods. <laughs> Jeez. Good That's time. making me feel better and better about my <laughs> iPhone 4. <laughs> well, thank you, Kathy. Uh, let's move on to rapid fire. I will. And I, nope, nope. <laughs> I want Max to go first. Oh, yeah. What is this? I've got a rapid fire. Do tell. Okay. He speaks. Oh, he's not even prepared. I, <laughs> he is. Billy Mitchell opens a King of Kong themed arcade in the Orlando airport. And people who don't know Billy Mitchell, he he held the world record for uh, highest scores in like classic games like Donkey Kong and stuff like that, and Pac Man. He held he was the what is it first person to get a perfect score in Pac Man. Wow. Ever. What's this have to yes. do with my travel? <laughs> in the Atlanta airport. <laughs> Okay. That's what it has to do so with it. So it's a, a store? <laughs> it's, it's an arcade. arcade. An arcade. But, but in the uh, arcade, there's no Donkey Kong game. What? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's called King of Kong, and there's no Donkey Kong machine. Is that licensing oh, that's issues? Bizarre. Well, it was, there was a documentary called King of Kong, and it was about another guy trying to beat his score. And oh. So it's themed on that, I guess. But it, yeah, it's, The game's not even in there. No. Yeah. That was a well-thought-out arcade. He didn't want anybody to try to beat, beat his score. <laughs> they beat it already. It's been beat last year, I think. Oh, really? He only holds Pac-Man now, I think. Wow. This all take a so trip is this to the, the first arcade in the airport, <laughs> yeah. though? Cause I've never seen There's so much I mean, stuff that's in, what I'm in saying. the airport. I think so. Okay, cool. I don't know where it's at, though. Is it, yeah, I don't know if it's through the security. Uh, like if it's really? Do I have to waiting? go on a plane to check this out? <laughs> I've never seen it. I mean, there was, I didn't read anything about where I'm it was. I'm sure it's in the... Um, in the terminal before you go. Yeah, cross. maybe it'll be Julie's next door tour segment. Uh, yeah. Please, somebody take me to an arcade. <laughs> the only thing I like to play is what's this called? Skee ball. Yeah. What? <laughs> what's, <that? laughs> what's this 
<laughs> I don't know what that's not new what my sign language was. <laughs> What's this? I don't know if that's really considered a arcade game. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but it's midway. midway. It's a midway game. Okay. Yeah. I like the claw machines. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Teresa, those just eat your money. Have you ever won anything? Grace has. Oh my god! She won what was it? Like five things in a row. Oh, we were really? at the airport in uh, Moline, Illinois, one time, and I was giving her dollars. And every child in the airport had a stuffed animal <laughs> before it was over. She was. Pat- they were lined up, and she'd get one and hand it to him. Another kid would come up. She- I heard something on the news where a little kid got stuck <laughs> yeah. in one of those. Yeah, crawl up in the machine. Did yeah. Good times. How did you do that? <laughs> It was, claw. Claw. it was it was somewhere a claw. I thought, a claw. but yeah they had to literally take the machine apart so he could mm-hmm. climb out she couldn't wow. find him and she heard mommy mommy so he was head. in the machine i hope wow. they at least gave him the little trinket he wanted really after that you know some of them are rigged here's your disney light up watch really <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you max <laughs> kathy Gatorland will give Florida teachers free tickets for themselves and one guest to the attraction during March and April. Teachers will be required to present a photo ID and proof of employment at the time of admission. This deal cannot be used in conjunction with field trips or group outings to Gatorland. Regular admission to Gatorland is $22.99 general, $14.99 for ages 3 to 12. And it's been on the Orange Blossom Trail since 1949. And if you're a Florida resident, they're currently running a 9.99 admission special, and it's expected to end on February the 28th. I think that's awesome. Somebody's doing something for teachers. Mm-hmm. Sending them to the Gators. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all been to? Ga- I know you've been, Kathy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't it's been a yet. Cool Never oh, been. you have to go. Oh, it's, it's really? Cold. It's too much nature. Is it like buggy and hot? And no, it's it's nice. And like when you're walking back, like through the trail and stuff, it's like again, it's one of those places you forget where you're at. You really. You're local, feel. Scott. You've been. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Really? Like, Once. Out yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're not, not a regular pass holder to no. Gatorland. No. It just, I don't know. No, you ha- you have to go. I've yet to cool. see a gator yeah. in the three years we've lived here. So. Really? I've seen them everywhere. Oh my god! I used to run back home if I saw one. I never saw. Yeah, we, we lived in an apartment complex, and they had a uh, like a little lake slash pond, and there were gators. They in would there. just sit up on the bank. I'd be walking really? the dog. When I saw it, I'd take off running. I'm like Bailey. If you can't keep up, I'm dragging you. And they had signs: "Do not I'm... feed the gators." Yeah. Well, okay. He was, really? a, he was probably four feet, or she. I don't know how you tell a male from a female. <laughs> really? I, we oh. had one crossing in front of our plan out where I live that, you know, there's like swampy areas. But I was driving down the road, and I always have a camera in the car, and I'm looking, and I'm like, I think that's an alligator crossing the road. And I sent the picture back to everybody living in Pittsburgh, and they go, you photoshopped that in there. And I'm like, no. oh, the alligator really was crossing the road in front of the plan. So they're, they're out there. Mm-hmm. Well, not in my, not Teachers, outside my window, go. I guess. <laughs> not knocking. To not knocking at the door. All right, thanks, Kathy. Julie? Next Friday, March 4th, Disney Junior Live on Stage will premiere at Disney Hollywood Studios. The reimagined show is going to feature old favorites like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Handy Manny, and the Little Einsteins. And there will be new characters from the latest addition to the Disney Junior lineup, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Have you seen that show yet? Uh, yeah. Is it cute? It is cute. Our TV stays on the Disney Channel. Yeah, I noticed that Ferris was watching uh, the Wizards of Waverly Place movie when he I really whatever. likes that's that why show. I put my headphones on too. It's so funny. It's a cute show. I think it's a good addition. Now they're getting rid of uh, Winnie the Pooh. Which I always say would have got rid of the Little Einsteins. I hate that mm-hmm. show. It's 
sorry for anyone who's a fan. <laughs> it's it so annoying. Oh, I think really? they only made like maybe four or five little They Einsteins. don't even show the no, little they, Einstein yeah. show anymore. They made quite a few of them. Because every time I turn it on, it's, it's the same one. Yeah. Same. They're never on anymore. I, I would have gotten rid of them and kept Winnie the Pooh. I, I liked the Winnie the Pooh show, but it doesn't come on anymore. Well, the Pooh depressed me. I guess I'm thinking of the original. Yeah, you are. You're, these new ones are much more upbeat. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks, Julie. I'm going to go now. Um, I want to let everybody know about an exclusive Dreams on the Travel gift offer. This is an American Express gift card. Um, there are a few Adventures by Disney vacations that the supplies for. There's the Mid-Atlantic Family Vacation, which is the spirit of America. Eight days, seven nights, leaving May 24th, 2011. The gift card was $300 on this adventure. It is now 550 the Grand Canyon Family Vacation, which is Southwest Splendors, eight days, seven nights, May twenty eighth. Gift card was three hundred. Again, it's been raised to five hundred and fifty. There's the Germany Family Vacation, Once Upon a Fairy Tale, nine days, eight nights, May twenty third. Gift card was four hundred. It is now seven hundred and fifty dollars. This, uh, the gift card is for double occupancy. If you're going by yourself, then the gift card will be less. New Vacations will be added every Friday to the site, so we'll post a link in the show notes page, and you can just keep checking it out if you're interested in going on an Adventures by Disney trip. This is an incredible gift card offer. Nobody else is offering anything like this. And cool. for full disclosure, Pete and John are both part owners in Dreams Limited Travel. So they book the trip, then we send them a gift card. Yes, this does not apply if you've already booked with, uh, for, to existing vacations. This is for new vacations only. That's pretty cool. Yes. Nice incentive. Scott? You thank yourself. You thank me. Thank yes. me. You thank you, Corey. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is for any visitors to Walt Disney World who are fans of Tinkerbell and or any of her fairy friends. Uh, if you're planning on <laughs> going to visit them at uh, Magic Kingdom, don't do it because they've moved from the Magic Kingdom uh, since Toontown closed on February 12th. Uh, they've opened... Pixie Hollow Garden in uh, Epcot now. And it's uh, guests can meet Tinkerbell and her fairy friends daily from 9.30 a.m. to 5.45 p.m. What friends are there, Scott? Um, All of them? Terrence. Ooh, Rosetta. That's the male that's the fairy. Male. Rosetta. There's a male fairy? Yeah, Terrence. Terrence. Did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, Rosetta and Vidya. The last name is Stone. Is it Vidya or Vidya? Vidya? Sure. We had this conversation. We had this conversation. Yeah. I need Stella to tell me. I, oh, well, whatever. She's mean. Yeah, I know oh. she's the mean fairy. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, don't, don't wait in line for her. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, it, the uh, <laughs> Pixie Hollow Garden is now in between Mouse Gear and Kim Possible, the Kim Possible booth in Epcot. Oh, so, down that uh, little path? Yeah, it's like behind it. Where the butterfly thing was? Yeah, year. like yeah. in that okay. area. And uh, there's a... Uh, schedule of what times each fairy will be out there. They're going to have two separate queues um, for the different groups of fairies. Let me just tell you, that male fairy, Terrence, he's pretty popular. My little niece told her father that she wished he was more like Terrence. Okay. (laughs) He asked, his wife said, who's Terrence? She goes, a male fairy. (laughs) (laughs) You imagine? Mm. He's kind of like Terrence. Like um, Peter Pan, kind yeah. of like. He's a nice. Yeah. Just Kendall with wings. <laughs> men, in, men in tights. Men in tights. 
Yeah, so we'll have we'll have a link to the the uh, schedule on the show notes page. Thanks, Scott. You're welcome, Teresa. I found a new website when I was out checking out stuff. It's called OpenTable.com, and I don't know if you've ever been there. I, I do all of our reservations. Today. Do you really? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Have you earned points? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Really. And you did not plan to tell me about that. I think I'm up to like three thousand points. Really? Right have now. you have you cashed in anything? No, I think you you need five or ten thousand to cash in. How cool! I, I, for, I forget do, the. You, do, you need. I got it here. Anyway, you go and you can book your reservations online, and all over the world. It's not just yeah. in the United States. Oh, that's so cool. And there's an iPhone app too that I use. You can log in and you you How basically cool pick, that, pick though, the restaurant. You get about a hundred points. Per reservation you do, depending on the restaurant. Well, some, some of the ones I was looking at this morning were like a thousand dollar, like optimum time and certain restaurants. You get a thousand dollars, a thousand points, yeah. a thousand points. <laughs> but how cool is that? Oh yeah, I love so it. Have you used it yet? I haven't used it yet. No, but I see you have. You could tell me about it, Corey. Gosh. Yeah, we've been using it for a while. It's, it's somewhat. You? you can put special requests in there too. Like we like to sit in a booth side by side, so I'll, I'll put that in there if it's a special occasion. I'll put that in there, and it's great. You walk up, you give them your last name. It's just like you called in. Do you um, do it same day or, or do it far in advance? Or? It really depends on the restaurant. Some re- restaurants have like a, a 24-hour uh, reservation. Right, it has to give them that yes. much time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How cool, though. I oh, it's great. It's cool. a great tool, and, and download the iPhone app, too. I, I use that. Well, yeah, because if you're out and about, and it's like calling ahead mm-hmm. and earning money for it. So... Well, thanks, Teresa. I think that was like the quickest news, housekeeping, <laughs> rapid fire in the history. But that's going to do it for our news and rapid fire show. We'll be, be back soon with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>